This is Konzenshu, the podcast episode 453 for the week of September 9th, 2018. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Well, welcome back to Konzenju, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Daizentai EX. Eh, close enough. <laughs> we cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Hey, uh, it's been a hot minute since we did one of these. Uh, this week on the show, we are going to be as cool and collected and casual and chatty, and I've ran out of... C words. As possible, my name is Mike. Uh, you may see me as Vegito EX. Uh, I'm here in New Jersey, uh, also here in New Jersey, but in a more different part of New Jersey. Uh, we have like the extended family here on Consensu, the podcast. Sean, you may see him as Kaboom. How, how are things? Uh, not too bad. I've been, uh, I-, I brought my PS4 up to my bedroom so I could play Spider Man 4 uninterrupted all weekend. Not Spider Man 4, <laughs> Spider Man PS4. See, no, not know how words work. Right. That's wonderful for a podcast jumping across uh large oceans again i say the extended family stacy you're in japan yes i am still in japan i was actually supposed to be coming home this very evening i would have been on a plane right now but because of the typhoon last week my flight was canceled so awesome here i am (laughs) (laughs) i came to japan this summer to do like a intensive study i suppose since i wanted to up my japanese level and it's hard to do that while trying to also work and live daily life so i decided screw it i'm going to japan in this summer to get hardcore study time <laughs> no, that seems to be the konzenshu way you know it's kurt i'm yes. going over there <laughs> I'm falling right in line. Excellent. So, like I said, we're just going to be chatting things out uh, this episode, maybe catch up on a little news, talk about what's going on in the website. But I just want to talk with people and get back into the flow of a podcast. So here we go. This is what we're doing. Well, I say all that. And then I kind of want to cover the most important piece of news probably over the last month or so. And uh, it's another downer here. So now they're all excited and having a good time recording a podcast. Uh, I am sorry to report and say that Unsho Ishizuka passed away uh, from esophageal cancer. Uh, He was the new voice of Mr. Satan in the Dragon Ball franchise. He actually took over. uh, It was at a, a weird point where they were working on Dragon Ball Kai in Japan before it actually broadcast or rather got to that point uh and then the psp video game tag versus which we got is tenka Ishi tag team uh is actually the first place that the new voice uh ishizuka popped up so he's been playing mr satan for the better part of the last decade uh he really slipped into that role uh following the passing of daisuke gori uh many years back um and this is like uh, it's been a tough year for this. I, I still haven't gotten around to doing the Hiromi Sudo uh, kind of, I, I don't know what I want to call it, but just kind of like remembrance podcast episode. Uh, it's been such a, a raw thing to think about. Uh, it's hard to plan. And then Ishizuka follows up on that. It's like, man, I, I just welcomed you into my Dragon Ball heart. And, uh, and, uh, and I've lost that. Sean, let me ask you, uh, Ishizuka, what do you think about his performance as Mr. Satan? As, as short a time as it was, I mean, it was Kai, but then we also got into the new movies and into Super and everything. So he's been there. I um, I think he did a pretty good job filling in the role from what I can remember hearing. Wasn't quite a Daisuke Gori in, impression or anything, but yeah, exactly. he, he pulled off the role fairly well. If I were a more sus- superstitious person, I'd start to think this is like a cursed Oof, role or something. I know. <laughs> That's pretty tough. Yeah, it, it didn't seem like an 
an impression. I don't think that would have been the right way to go with that role. I think they looked for someone no. with a, a similar cadence to their voice, I suppose. Uh, it was maybe a, a few months, year back or so when I was doing a, a Bebop rewatch. Uh, Ishizuka plays Jet in Cowboy Bebop. And there was actually an episode, I think it was in Bebop, where Daisuke Gori <laughs> plays another character and the two of them were talking side by side. Kind of weirded me out a little <laughs> bit hearing them uh, converse. Uh, Stacy, what do you think, uh, Ishizuka? Yeah, I th- I agree. I think he did a good job with the role. Maybe not as much as Daisuke Gori, but he also played roles such as uh, Joseph Joestar, right. <laughs> those famous holy shit and yes. such. So <laughs> definitely be missed. I know he was Japanese that. Professor Oak too. Yeah, right? yeah. Or yeah, yeah. He's he's been around for a long time. I mean, I've heard. Him, I want to say I heard him in uh, Fist of the North Star too. As I've been going back and rewatching things. I mean, he's been there forever, uh, and he was a, a new voice in the the Dragon Ball realm. Uh, I really think he he stepped up and and did what he needed to do and had to do. I noted this in the post when. Um, when we announced his passing, uh, it was a quote from 2014 in V Jump when they were talking about the the Boo arc of Dragon Ball Kai. And it was a joint interview with Ishizuka and Kozo Shioya who played Boo. Uh, Shioya said, "When the recording for Kai started right off the bat, I asked who's going to play Satan. Then I learned that Ishizuka-san was going to play him, and I was incredibly happy. Uh, I mean, we we talked about this when Gori passed. Um, Yuko Minaguchi wrote a blog post where she effectively said, "I don't know if I want to keep playing Vidal if uh, Daisuke Gori." can't be there as my character's father's voice uh he had been yeah i remember he'd been such an integral part of the series and uh it's it's been a tough year (laughs) for the for uh for the dragon ball fandom and the voices uh so i wanted to give my thanks and my appreciation to ishizuka um maybe we can do something more in the future it's just like these come so hard and fast like i i don't know how to react to them uh, when something like this happens and uh, the best we can do is just I guess report it and, and give our thanks and our appreciation for something like that and hopefully hopefully we won't have to keep doing it too often no let's let's bring 2018 to a close like I'm, I'm super done with 2018 at this point I'm pretty much every conceivable level all right let's talk about uh happier things I do want to mention super dragon ball heroes promotional anime we are not going to review the ongoing episodes of it kind of in line with what we did with Kai and super when those started, where we did like an initial episode check-in, we did this similar thing, although we ended up talking more about the history of Dragon Ball heroes than we did that first episode, which is probably appropriate. So we're going to wait until it's done before we review it in full. But uh, I guess let's note that episode three went up on September 6th uh, and episode four is due out later this month. So while we're not going to review these episodes, let me get some quick thoughts. <laughs> Stacy, what do you think about Super Dragon Ball Heroes? It sure is a thing that exists. <laughs> I It just seems like weird fan service and not the type that I like. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't really care about it, honestly. I haven't even watched the third episode yet, actually. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <But, laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it came out. I guess since I'm in Japan, I could have actually, I could actually watch it on the site, I suppose, since I'm in the right region, but... Uh... Wow, it says a lot when you're in Japan and you don't even have to do any shenanigans to watch it. You're like, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sean, what do you think? Please tell me you've watched at least one episode. Uh, no, she's got me be there. I forgot it existed. 
I, I don't think I've even I don't think I've even thought about it since the last episode podcast episode you had. Oh, on that's it, hysterical! Where you talked about the first episode yeah. and just <laughs> well, to be fair, that's part of the I don't know if I want to call it a problem with this, where we got two episodes one month, and then we went a month with no episodes, and now we're gonna have another month with two episodes in it. It's it's not a yeah. consistent thing. It's not a biweekly thing. It's not a monthly thing. It's a. I, I guess we're ready, and I guess this is gonna coincide with the latest patch to the arcade version of the game. And all right, sporadic whenever they feel like it, kind of. Yeah, thing. I, I can't actually figure out what the like if there's any intent to the timing initially it seemed to be tied to events and then episode three wasn't really tied to anything episode four doesn't really other than the upcoming universe mission four i think update it is and and they are following yoshitaka nagayama's manga in psycho jump i mean it's in the opening credits like that's the the source material for this god (laughs) explaining this stuff is truly bizarre true fans read the manga instead it's true it's <laughs> totally true it actually is god it actually is better in the manga <laughs> like are, are we going there i guess we are uh, it seems to be a rule of thumb the the manga version's better it's just like <laughs> oh jeez I, i'm sure just hearing that a few people are starting to fume at the uh, ears but the power Super. scaling <laughs> excuse me mr sean i would like to tell you about, i don't know what they're gonna tell you about because i don't follow these arguments but they have strong thoughts that they would like to share with you uh anyway uh i don't really have anything else to say about super dragon ball heroes right now other than cumber yep yes cumber so uh next up on the hit parade here let's talk about new york comic-con because they got masako nozawa coming to new york this is uh Ooh, baby this is exciting now this i heard about <laughs> oh really are you gonna go i don't know oh <laughs> I, I just started making money i don't think i have convention trip money okay <laughs> uh so <laughs> they have announced masako nozawa you, you may have heard of this individual before but in addition we have tatsuya nagamine the uh dragon ball super broly theatrical film director they're going to be coming for a panel at the event on october 5th uh also sean chemel's going to be there who who <laughs> Oh, you guys. Uh, I guess I, I can say uh, Julian and I are going to be at Noria Comic. Yep, those are words. I totally screwed up that announcement. <laughs> Julian and I are going to be at New York Comic Con. Uh, we're not doing anything special in particular. We're just going to be there uh, as press covering things. So uh, I'm very excited to uh, see this. This See, this is the thing. Was it last year? I think it was last year. I didn't put in for it. I'm like, eh, there's nothing going on there. And then shortly before the event, they announced Toyotaro was going to be there. I'm like, son of a bitch. I should have just... <laughs> so this year, this year, I put in not knowing anything, but hoping and anticipating. And there we go. So I won this time. So Nagamine, uh, Stacey, you've translated some things from Nagamine recently. Yes. Uh, I guess let's mention that real quick. You've got a couple uh, interviews. Uh, I mean, because it's been so long since I've had a podcast episode. Actually, the, the flow of time doesn't make sense to me right now. Uh, what are some of the interviews that you translated from the official site recently? There was an interview with Nagamine about the new movie that's coming up. You may have heard about later this year. <laughs> I've seen posters for it around Japan as well. <laughs> nice. But yeah, he had a nice long interview where he talked about what he wants to do with the Dragon Ball movie. Like there were some especially interesting parts about how he wants to break away kind of from the 
the set image that Dragon Ball has, and he wants to give it a new, updated look with uh, letting the animators kind of do what they feel like instead of telling them that, oh, you have to do it this way because that's how this type of scene has always been done before. Well, that sounds very different from uh, other people we've heard <laughs> in charge yeah. of this franchise. <laughs> it, it's so curious to me because all of those things sound like the most amazing I don't want to say innovative, but like, yeah, it's about time that someone's coming in and, and saying that kind of thing. And, and what are they doing? They're doing it with Broly. I, again, I go back to like everything is the most safe decision they could possibly do with these outlandish, not truly outlandish, like actual normal progressive statements. Oh, all back on top of Broly. I, I, I can't wait to see what this is going to be just because I'm having such a hard time wrapping my head around it. Like everything that I see and everything that I hear sounds great. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Like once I heard it was Broly, I'm like, oh, God, why? Why? <laughs> Damn you, Dragon Ball Room for deciding to go with what's <laughs> popular overseas. But yeah, all of the interviews and stuff sound very promising and well the most promising of all is that Toriyama's doing his version of Broly so maybe there will be something more to the character rather than just screaming Kakarot the whole time. Why are American millennials ruining Dragon Ball? News at 11. Uh, all right I think that's pretty much all there is to talk about there. I don't, we got from Comic-Con to Nagamine to millennials. That's that's how we go in the show. Let's talk about some video game stuff. Uh, Sean, you Ooh. you playing Xenoverse at all? Uh, I no, I haven't been playing it lately because mainly because I couldn't afford the new DLC at the when it came out. I was but uh, say, they keep popping it out here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what did I buy a season pass for? <laughs> but uh, well, that season is complete, and now they are into a post season. Yeah, I, yeah. I really, really think they did not expect to go this far into it. Uh, and, and I'm really curious how fighters figured into the, uh, man, we, let's just keep giving this a long tail while we work on this over here and work on whatever mm -hmm. the next thing is over there. And what stuff they're putting in here now was in works for a theoreticals universe three instead, let's do it as DLC over here. And now I'm like with all these characters they've added as DLC that you anticipate will be just freely available in whatever the next game is. Who's going to be left for them to do as DLC moving forward? But all right, so let's catch up a little bit. We are on to the pack seven. We have Kefla and Super Baby 2. So we've got Dragon Ball Super and we have Dragon Ball GT representation now. Uh, that pack is out. I believe it was a slightly reduced price over previous stuff. It's like seven bucks, uh, maybe eight bucks. Mm. Uh, they did have some issues. Uh, it seems like they have issues every time they put out a patch with Xenoverse 2. This time it broke the licensing for the anime music pack if you had purchased that uh it seems people were no longer able to access the music they paid for uh when this patch came out but it seems as of a day or so ago uh that maybe that had finally been resolved uh also uh toa's got a bathing suit now so uh, you can see what xenoverse is up to do you think they, they looked over at fighters like wait you've got your sexy waifu we can one up that. We're gonna put ours in a bathing suit. I don't know. What? Sorry, what? I was I was checking Steam for something. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> See how much do I have in my Steam wallet? Can I do this right now? Uh, yeah, Xenoverse is uh, is in a very interesting place right now. Uh, yeah, and the thing they keep doing with these new character packs, and I keep noticing they like include one 
like one character from Super that I don't really care about, but then they'll have like one or two other characters from something else that I do care about. They're trying to rope me in. Exactly. They know that. I mean, like I couldn't I couldn't give two craps about Kefla, but you could put baby Vegeta in there. <laughs> you know, it's it's been really fun uh hearing his voice pop up again as we've been doing the GT review here. I'm like, it's very contemporary to me. Very on a very personal level right now, so I kind of uh, yeah, feel like I should uh, go. I haven't picked up this latest pack. I know there's some story stuff in there too. I had finished up uh, all the story content in the previous packs finally, and then I intended to do a podcast about it, and then I got distracted with other fighters stuff, so that didn't happen. But I, I feel like at this point, I've waited so long. I'm basically just going to do a Universe Two post mortem when it's uh, like announced to actually be done every time i feel like okay xenoverse 2 is done let's do a puck oh all right i guess you're still going uh, or in xenoverse 3 gets announced yeah if at that point i feel like maybe i can talk about it then uh i feel like my thoughts are well known on xenoverse at mm-hmm. this point though uh i just want to mention fighters again real quick we already knew that kula was going to be coming uh and they put out um the same video as before but then uh kind of like the formal reveal with like the lobby character and the alternate colors and all that stuff uh but then they did announce that he will be coming the end of september so that's actually rather soon and alongside him will be one more fighter rounding out the eight characters in the fighters season pass pretty much anticipate it being uh number 17 likely the ranger version of him uh, I'm excited for this. Kula looks pretty cool. He flies through Kamehameha, so that's everything I need. Yeah, yeah. I may uh, when I get when I pick fighters back up again. I just like Dragon Quest. That's another one I'm gonna get on Switch. Go and switch I on decided. that one. Yeah, that's out this <laughs> yeah. month. I'm kind of I'm kind of glad I didn't uh, didn't spring for any of the DLC when I had it on PS4. I know it's like I want to pick up fighters on all the consoles, all like platforms uh yeah pc in particular well i already paid for the dlc over there it's like, all right so i guess i'll just wait for the biggest sale possible but by that point a sequel will probably be i don't know i have a problem anyway uh vegeta is <laughs> going to be in jump force uh all right so we're done with uh video game stuff let's talk about the dragon ball super manga very briefly uh volume seven just came out in japan that covers chapters 33 to 36 and just for reference chapter 40 is out this month in vjump so they are catching up in the collected edition we're we're three collected volumes into 2018 now and i feel like they could get one more in and then we're we're very close to heath's prediction where he thought we'd do six volumes in a year to catch up volume four is due out in america in january and then also by the way uh yamcha is due out in november stacy you may know a thing or two about the Yamcha manga, huh? Uh, yeah. Not that I illegally translated it when it came out or anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> At least you didn't use Comic Sans. Yeah. Look, it, not in the actual text itself on the inside, just on the outside. Oh, man, I. It's enough. I, I definitely have. I say a lot of I have thoughts and then I don't go into what those thoughts are. (laughs) It's my way of getting around, not actually backing up the things that I want to say. But I have thoughts about the way that uh, Yamcha is treated in marketing. Uh, Both Toei and Shueisha are not not at fault for this kind of thing, too. Uh, The Yamcha manga is interesting. Stacey, I felt like Dragon Garo Lee, it it was very much in earnest. It it wasn't like, yeah, it it was funny and there were jabs at things, but it felt very genuine in how he treated the character, right? Yeah, I I agree. That's why I kind of liked it because I do like Yamcha as a character. So 
to see everyone always like, aha, Yamcha, he's a loser and all that. It's like, it was, was nice to see. I mean, yeah, even if the concept of the manga is that, oh shit, I'm Yamcha, that means I'm gonna die. But then the the kid who was reincarnated it's like, oh wait, but I can I can change Yamcha's fate, so I'm gonna well, to Yam- a certain point. The best Yamcha. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try to change Yamcha's fate as much as possible. But in the end, well, he still doesn't get the girl, but he at least survives the battle that made him a meme. <laughs> in the end, it's a crummy commercial. But, yeah. <laughs> Be that but I thought may. I thought Betty, I thought basically the same way. I, it was nice to have Yamcha or you know some other kid in Yamcha's body. You know, get the spotlight once in a while in a good light instead of just you know, oh look at him here he is in a crater. It's 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 a fun excursion and something different. I'd like to see more things from uh, Dragon Garo Lee in the future as well. <laughs> I'd like to see more English translated things from Viz, honestly. Just in general. <laughs> I know. We know it's available. SD has been getting a release. Oh, God, was it in Germany or Italy? I can't Or maybe it was Spain or maybe some combination thereof. <laughs> uh, and uh, also Toriyama's one-shot collections were getting releases, I-, I believe, from Carlson. This stuff is on the table. Uh, I don't know what the issue is or hang up is or some kind of underlying thought processes behind not bringing some of this stuff out but i will continue to bang the drum for kajika needing an official english release as i recently did a reread on it you think like a big omnibus like toriyama collection thing would be viable from viz maybe if they decided to do it yeah maybe some kind of more curated thing rather than the uh, Blank Piece Theater, as it is the the three volumes there. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's some things in there that would do better than other things. Uh, Kajika's right. a, a full collected Tankobon in and of itself, so I mean that could come there. Uh, but we've had yeah. we've had like Sandland uh, that even got in Viz's original Shonen Jump magazine. Like the stuff is available. Uh, it's the other ancillary stuff. I'm most curious about uh, like SD. We, we know that's available, but what about stuff like super dragon ball heroes? That's the thing that's propping up, uh, you know, a marketing machine we don't have over here. So as I've always said, like what's its, its point, if it's not a part of that ongoing marketing machine, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's an interest in this stuff. And I'm really curious what Bandai Namco is thinking with Dragon Ball Heroes right now. Uh, the way we have this promo anime and the way we had an English version of Dragon Ball Heroes at San Diego Comic-Con. And oh, by the way, maybe we're not going to bring it to the rest of the stops. Oh, and those four cards <laughs> that you could get there to play in the English version are now some of the most rare pieces of Dragon Ball merchandise. The collection of four cards, I think, is going for like 500 bucks regularly on eBay right now. I don't know if wow. anyone's buying them but just by virtue of them being at one location at one point in time that was the only place you could get those cards i mean those are just going to go down as some of the the rarest pieces of dragon ball merchandise which is amazing and hysterical and weird just as someone who's been living on ebay recently i figured i would let people know about that little tidbit of knowledge uh that's kind of all the the newsy stuff I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, I want to talk about some, some website going ons, but let's just chat for just a a little bit more here. Uh, Stacy, since you're in Japan, I know you're coming back soon, but maybe tell us a little bit about the, the atmosphere with the movie over there. Uh, you're seeing posters, uh, what kind of other advertising and tie-ins and other things are you seeing right now? And what is the, uh, what is the general feeling seem to be? Yeah, I've seen around movie theaters. They have the, 
the posters and advertisements for buying uh like pre-sale tickets um also at a lot of the like anime figure stores and stuff they have like banners also with the the image from the poster with goku and the nyoibo and even in some of the shops where they have like a tv they've i've seen them playing the movie preview as well so it seems like it's definitely very visible yeah even at regular places like movie theaters i mean of course you get more of it if you go into like actual anime shops and stuff but sure yeah, and then there's, I mean, there seems to be a s- the amount of figures and merchandise and stuff seems similar to previous trips I've been, though there are some interesting tie-ins. Like recently, I saw some advertisements for these uh, Dragon Ball uh, scratch it scratch cards, like yeah, gambling with Dragon around. Ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm considering if I want to buy one of those just as like very unique merchandise to bring back with me. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you wouldn't have that in America. You like you can't use a kid's show to <laughs> advertise gambling. Hey, but kids. then again, yeah, yeah. But then I guess Japan is full of uh, pachinko parlors that have like original anime created for the machine. Oh, so. they do. Have you seen some of this stuff, like the new Ranma animations and things? Yeah. It, or to say Yatsura's got new animation. Oh, but it's for a pachinko machine. Yeah, that's always like. I always call like bullshit. It's like, oh, this looks awesome. I want to watch this. Like, oh, it's for a pachinko machine. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, you don't trade in your prize right there at the pachinko parlor. You go next door and you trade in your balls for tickets, which can then be traded in. (laughs) Yes. It's not illegal. Yeah. Or a Porygon if you've got enough. Gambling is illegal, but if you go enough steps around it then it becomes not illegal anymore love it that's the way japan works (laughs) isn't that actually how it works in pokemon too am i remembering that right yeah the half the time the uh prize centers were in the building next door (laughs) until they changed it to voltorb flip yeah yeah yeah. well now kids uh if you didn't know that that's where they came from (laughs) yep (laughs) all right that's cool uh all right who else wants to talk about what the floor is open any, anything like if you've seen something going on online, if you see like you just want to get something off your chest, if you watched, I don't know, like Dragon Ball episode 32 yesterday and you just want to talk about that, I don't care. What do you got? I, I think I'm going to go see Broly, the new movie. I when they first announced oh, wait, it, wait, 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 Broly you, again. I think I'm going to go see it. John, it's a new Dragon Ball movie. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. See, see, when I was really, really disappointed when they just announced that it was just going to be Broly again. Yeah. But honestly, this new art style is almost single-handedly, you know, overcome that. I still want to see it just for that. I'm sure my uh, sister and her fiance will want to go see it as all together as a group. Nice to a little group thing. All like right. Like we did for Battle of Gods and Resurrection F. So. Well, okay. So, yeah. so speaking of that, are you going to go see, because, you know, over here in America, they're playing the Broly movie, I think, what, like this week? Uh, and then Bardock and Movie 12 at some point later, too. Are you going to go see those theatrical showings? What, in English? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can talk about Bardock in particular. I mean, that's... <sighs> All right. So for those who yeah. don't know, the Bardock TV special was originally dubbed back in 2000, uh, initially as Funimation brought things back in-house and the DVD releases started in 
uh, 2000. Remember, season three started in 99, and the DVDs actually came the next year. It felt like 20 years at the time, but it was <laughs> crazy to me to think about that. 2000, we started getting the Ginyu DVDs, and then we actually got Trunks and then Bardock. Uh, the Bardock TV specials, English dub script, uh, is, I don't know, what, what would you say, Sean, like 10% accurate? How blunt do you want me to be? I mean, it's content you. <laughs> People, they know what they're here for. Do it. It's a complete and utter crap fest. Is that blunt enough? <laughs> it's fair. It's accurate. I mean, I don't know what else to tell It is quite possibly the single worst Dragon Ball dub they ever did. Uh, Funimation? Yeah, I think so. Because it's one of those things where, you know, when they're doing their script punching up, it's obvious what they're doing. Like, when it's an intentional yeah. thing. The Bardock TV special dub just seems to be like a... Steve is here translating things, but apparently he's not going to translate this, even though we're going to release it on DVD roughly alongside the... I don't remember if the VHS... Yeah. No, the VHSs came out first before the DVDs did. I don't think it was... Simul- I guess there's a website that could tell me this kind of thing. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to remember 20 years ago at this point. Uh, I guess 18 years ago. Uh, yeah, the Bardock TV special, man. Like They were just kind of guessing what was going on screen and just whatever. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the way I've usually put it. Like It feels like they hadn't Nothing. You know, I know for the dub itself, they had like really sketchy translations that were just yeah, they, they've half always nonsense, and they had to sure, sure, they've always the talked gaps. about that. But if you compare it even to the the, the contemporary TV episodes of the day, the TV stuff was yeah. at least ahead of that. Yeah. So I don't know if we'll ever. But get it, the it truth feels story. like for Bardock, they didn't even have that. It feels like they almost had to completely guess based on nothing more than a handful of character names. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even get the character names right. They renamed yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, uh, I think Toma is the only one who got called by name in the actual special. No, wasn't he Tora instead? Oh, you mean in Japanese? In Japanese. Yeah, in got Japanese. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's maybe that's why he ended up with the relatively closest name. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Uh, Sean, so, the, the movie 8 dub script is supposedly fairly accurate, though? Eh, not better enough. Uh, just like I have no reason to go see those those ones in theaters, if, uh, not in English. I mean, I have them right here on my shelf on DVD. If I want to watch them, I'll watch them in Japanese. Yeah, with I, my discs. <laughs> sure, I, I think for this, it's it's the it's not for us. I, I mean, let's be clear no. here. Uh, but just a general screening. It is it's a group experience kind of thing, and I always do yeah. enjoy that. And I'm I'm really conflicted. Like, should I take the time to go do? It? I should probably, as someone who runs Consensu, I should take the time to go see one of my local screenings, just kind of see what the vibe is. Maybe chat with people afterward. I feel like that's something I should do. Um, so maybe I will. But and if I'm and if I'm going to do it, movie eight's probably what I would rather do it with. I, I do not want to see the Bardock True. special. Yeah, so. although that, they are at least using the uh, the proper music for... Yes, they did say they're using the original Japanese uh, background music for... That's good. For this, so... That, that might make it tolerable, I don't know. <sighs> movie eight has some of my favorite music in the entire franchise. Yeah, and I do, uh, so like, you know, like everybody else who's caught on to this, I do think it's interesting, the three movies they picked, as supposedly as a precursor to the Bro- new Broly movie. They're <sighs> showing Broly, they're showing Bardock, and then they're showing Fusion Reborn. So, so everybody's sure that Gogeta's going to be in the movie. <laughs> but what yeah. they don't so, know is that Veku is going to be in the movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who is actually still just called Gogeta. Yeah, look, I understand that. However, <laughs> I mean, no, oh, that's tough, though. 
he does call himself Gogeta Sama, but which Kaio was it? Was it North Kaio that called him back? No, it wasn't North Kaio. It was one of the other. No, ones. not yeah, not North. Uh, it was it was oh, no. one of the other three. Like he's that's not a Gogeta. That's more like a Viku. Yeah, yeah. All right. So while we're talking about this, this is this is the thing that we're doing. We're we're talking about one thing, and I'm taking it in a totally different direction because why the hell not? In my fan sub for movie twelve, uh, I'm fairly certain they got the Veku in there correctly. Uh, but mine was a movie 12. It wasn't anime labs movie 12. So I didn't quite get Paiku Han's cursing over the top, <laughs> but I definitely had instrument of your defeat in there. Uh, and mm-hmm. Paiku Han was you know, using rough for him language. Uh, where was I going with that? I was talking about, Oh, right. I want to talk about the name <laughs> for in my fan sub <laughs> of movie 12, Paiku Han. It was interesting. It was P I K E H A N. And I thought that was super, super strange. Like as I'm watching him here, like he's not saying Pike Han. He's saying Paiku Han. I don't know why they're writing it that way. And just in light of the, uh, you know, Funimation's English dub renaming him as Pycon, which itself seems to be like, yeah. like a third level removed bastardization of that name. I don't know how they quite got to that point, but, uh, just like, uh, I know like, trailing you sounds are sometimes considered extraneous maybe they yeah 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 but that one's an elongated ooh though yeah i mean like maybe they kind of missed the point with that one like they did with dabra i believe you're talking about doubler (laughs) are you talking about doubler (laughs) oh dragon ball is stupid yeah it'd be interesting if you know gogeta ends up showing up in broly that would uh that would make it a little more right, worth. All right, we're gonna to. we're gonna have the twenty second version of this conversation. Do we think that is actually what they're trying to tell us and what they're implying here? I'd bet five bucks on it. No more than that, though. Okay, Stacy, what do you think? I'll bet five yen. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> big spender here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't really care. So it doesn't really matter to me if he shows up or not, but. I don't know. I guess I don't know how likely I think it is at yeah. this point. It could go either way. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be fun. I like Gogeta, and it'll be uh interesting in a weird and frustrating kind of way to see all the you know the exclamations of "Oh yay, Gogeta is canon now." Well, a canon is defined <laughs> as Webster's Dictionary defines canon. Uh, all right, I'm done. I'm, I'm fired. I'm firing myself here. <laughs> canon is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> Can you shoot cannons out of your eye? I don't know. I don't want to have the cannon discussion, so I'm just saying absurd things. So that's how I get out of it. What else is going on? Anything you guys think is uh, think is important in the dragon world here in early September 2018? Uh, I have no self-control, so I'm coming home with a whole bunch of new merchandise from Japan. <laughs> awesome! I saw your, was it, uh, soy site? In- Hell, yes! Oh my god. Okay, that's it's not Dragon Ball related, but like, I never ever have found merchandise of kunzite and zoisite i was i I was about to say malika and i'm like wheel it back wheel it back (laughs) i got it right (laughs) yes (laughs) but yeah one of these secondhand figure shops where people like sell their stuff like through consignment um there there were the two of them like uh like it was like two thousand yen each so like a little bit under $20 each, and they're tiny figures, but it's like, I've never seen them before. I have yeah. to get it. I don't care that it's, they're probably not even worth that price. I just, just no. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> the need is strong. 
And then what else do I have? I have a bunch of new rosés that are coming home with me as well. <laughs> and... Excuse me, ma'am. What do you have packed in that suitcase? A lot of rosé. <laughs> Lots of rosés. <laughs> yes. A couple of merged zamasus, which I'm happy to have. Well, though they're the weird melty version, so I'm not as happy, but oh well. <laughs> Is melty zamasu going to go down in history alongside Biobroly? Can we just have melty characters, like copy Vegeta kind of melting too? This is great. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What do the kids say? Is that my aesthetic? Melty characters is my aesthetic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There's a, my first Ultra Instinct Goku. Ooh. (laughs) Because he was in a, he was in a set with other characters and I just bought the the whole set. Like, okay, well now I have him as well. With silver hair. Yeah. I have this cool calendar that I got, which I found at the jump store this is the only place sometimes they have exclusive stuff there that you can't find at any of the other stores Mm -hmm. but it's called it's like a like an eternal calendar so basically it doesn't have any years or months on it it's just days so there's pages from 1 to 31 and they each have different manga pages on them so it's pretty it's pretty cool right now let's see 10th i'm looking at King Piccolo punching Goku in the face. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, tell me about the jump shop. Where Where is it? Where'd you go? What they have? Um, they have. There's a few locations throughout Japan. This particular one, uh, was in Osaka, right next to Universal Studios, because uh, my friend yeah, yeah, and I spent a day there. there. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was actually really cool. I wish I could have been here when they had the Dragon Ball attraction, but. That was like a couple of years ago. So the original anime things I was able to enjoy this time, where there was a Sailor Moon show and then a really awesome Evangelion ride where you had like a VR goggles while you were going on this roller coaster. So that was pretty cool. But anyway, yes, the jump shop was just a little store <laughs> nearby um, where it's just like all different products from jump properties. So like there was a lot of My Hero Academia, there's Dragon Ball, of course, uh, stuff like Haikyuu and... All sorts of series just in the little shop and like both merchandise merchandise and like food products too. Like you could buy Senzu like candies or whatever and stuff or like, uh, like, oh shit, what are they called? Like, like Daifuku with like different jump characters on them. So yeah, it's a cool place to visit. Oh, I also got a little uh, Frieza cable bite from that place. I don't know. What is a cable bike? (laughs) So it's something that's like main purpose is to be just a cute thing, but it attaches to the end of like a phone charging cable. Uh, Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it looks like the character's biting onto your phone. Got it. Okay. I've seen those. Yeah. so So you got a Frieza one? Yes, I have a Frieza on my charging cable now. (laughs) I feel like Goku would be the appropriate biting character. I guess so. I wanted a Vegeta, but I didn't see one. I I think there was one, but maybe they're sold out now. I just saw Goku and Frieza, and I decided to get Frieza in this case. Nice. <laughs> there was also these Frieza marshmallows, too, that were like, yeah, it's just like little white marshmallows, but with his face printed on them. I don't know how I feel about that. Squishy yeah. Frieza. 
<laughs> squishy freezes. Uh, like a little Frieza mini trash can where like the top, like the purple part on the top of his head is the part that swings open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally need one of those for the recording room here. I just have like a Target trash can down here. I need a Frieza one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, there, as I said, yeah, there's lots of cool, unique stuff that you won't really find in the general like anime stores. It's only pretty much exclusive to the jump stores. So yeah, there's a few locations around Japan. I've been to one in Tokyo before too. So if anyone's traveling Japan and they like jump stuff, they should try to find a jump shop near them. Well, that's basically all I got. Uh, let's do a little website check-in stuff. Uh, Stacy, as we mentioned, you did some of the movie website interview translations. Uh, obviously you're, you're traveling soon. So you got some stuff going on. Is there anything else in your backlog that you feel like you want to get to? I was working on some uh, some voice actor interviews, and then oh, that's and right. suddenly the, the <laughs> interviews, the uh, movie interviews, started coming out, and it's like oh, I guess I'll start working on that instead since it's more pressing than yeah. Uh, yeah, stuff from a while back. So I was lucky to be in Japan because it gives me more time to work on translation stuff. Basically, returning to being a student rather than an adult with my full range of usual responsibilities. You can tie it in like, oh, I am practicing. I am learning exactly. as I'm doing this. Yes. <laughs> it's practicing and I just have more time to do it while I'm here. So I'll try to see what I can finish before I leave in a hopefully a few days and maybe my flight's not canceled again. <laughs> yeah, we have some, some safe travels there. I want to mention the family, family name guide that I keep promising is going to be done that is actually almost done. And I did promise it would be up in summer. Uh, and I know we're closing in on the end of summer here. So <laughs> I guess I have a self-imposed deadline for that. So uh, that's what I got going on. In addition to um, some wiki work, there's always wiki work going on. Uh, it's really tough trying to balance all the regular website news updates and guide work alongside the wiki work. And sometimes when they overlap, it's helpful. And sometimes when they overlap, it's, it's really distracting from one of the other that I'm trying to finish up. So we got that going on. Uh, Sean, you're, you're hanging out on the forum, keeping things clean. Yep. AJ keeps beating me to the big reports, but <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah. I, obviously you guys, you and Stacy have a much more interesting fandom as of late than I do. <laughs> Basically, all I've been doing is moderation on the forums and trying and failing to get my fanfic back underway. Well, let me just add you over to the wiki editor category. And there you have I'm already you in there. Oh, damn it. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. Go write a page. Remember this whole thing where I was like afraid to touch anything? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> I've never done wiki editing before. Look, if if I'm safe in there, I think pretty much everyone else is safe in there. I haven't super broken things yet, only slightly. I'll get there. I'll get there. Well, that's what we got going on this year week. Like I said, it was going to be uh, anything goes style. on <laughs> to the podcast as we get back to doing things on a regular basis. I have a, a slew of topics I've been meaning to get to and Hopefully they will be coming your way in the near future. So that's that. Uh, Stacy, where can people find you? What's going on? I'm on Twitter as at Sailor Spaz or really pretty much anywhere I am on the internet. It's always Sailor Spaz. So if you it's want way to, to do it. find fanfics or Tumblr or anything, just look up Sailor Spaz. <laughs> Sean, how about you? Uh, I'm on Consensu all the time, obviously, as Kaboom. I'm also on Twitter as Kaboom Crusader with two Ks. Uh, so if you like 
stupid self-deprecating jokes and showing off things in video games, I guess you could follow me. Wow, you sure are an internet <laughs> dude. I sure am. <laughs> uh, let's see. I am Mike. I am, as Stacy is, uh, the same thing everywhere. Fujito EX. Uh, if you see Fujito EX, it is probably me, except for that one guy on a Spanish computer hardware manufacturing forum uh, who spells it all lowercase, the EX lowercase. Uh, that's not me. Uh, and I think he got really mad one day that there was someone else out there with the name Fujito EX. Like, bitch, I was there first. I was there a long time before you were. <laughs> my name uh, born. <laughs> uh so it's a possibility yeah. uh www.kanzenshuu.com that is kanzenshu.com this was episode 453 of our podcast we will see you next time for episode 454 uh and yeah we obviously in the, the the month we were gone we didn't get a gt episode but we are back on track for doing the next gt review of awesomeness where we wrap up the baby arc and sean will uh will have you down for a gt episode at some point uh again as you helped us kick it off so many years ago maybe we'll have you back to uh do another one uh so that's what's going on uh i said all the the things what else do i need to say oh right uh, so i'm mike we have uh stacy here uh that was sean uh we also have uh jake julian and heath and all of our associated contributors uh most of whom were named or referenced at some point during this episode uh perhaps before recording during recording maybe after recording uh that's it uh stacy wrap it up Oh, shit. Uh, shit. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> no one ever is. Better you than me. Sean, who are our sponsors? Uh, Hitap. Hitap, all right. I don't know. Uh, um, um, ZTV. Um, <laughs> okay. Um. Syndicated through ZTV, sponsored by Hitap. Uh, I think that sums it up. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Uh, What could possibly go wrong?